Hi everyone, and welcome to the Old Enough to Know Better podcast. I, When I played back my first episode, my initial episode, the first one I ever tried to make, I noticed that I said, uh, or um, every five seconds. I butchered it trying to edit all of that out, because it, I'd go, uh... And then there'd just be nothing for a minute because I was processing. I didn't write anything down. I didn't have any idea what points I wanted to make. So that's one thing I've learned <laughs> that quickly. But my my propensity <laughs> for saying uh and um got me thinking that, you know, everybody has a certain way of speaking, something that they say maybe a little too much. For a lot of people, it's literally or, you know, like or uh and um. So... I think it's pretty common. Uh, it's not just me that does it. But uh, it got me thinking. See, I, keep, I still keep doing it. It got me thinking about regional ways of speaking and accents. And I kind, of, I kind of have an accent myself, I guess. But it got me thinking about it. And, you know, if you're, the, if you're from the same area as me, you won't think twice about the way I say or some of the sayings I use or, or you know, any of that. But if, if you're not from, from here... The local accents and sayings and way of speaking are pretty unique to this area, particularly. Uh, more so than anywhere else, I think, in my state. And mine is super mild. I'm actually from down south. I'm from Florida, but I spent most of my formative years around here, I guess. My, my father is from this area. Not here directly, but from this area. And his father, and his father's father, and it just goes back... Uh, it might get a little bit more southern as you go back, but, you know, <laughs> it's this area, basically, uh, within 100 miles of here, maybe 50 miles of here, even. So, anyway, uh, my mom's people are actually from, from New York, and I don't think I sound anything like any of them, or even my mom. My mom kind of, she sounded like she was fresh out of Wisconsin, and she wasn't even there that long, but, uh. Anyway, if you think I have an accent or you've never actually heard one from this area, you've got to just take five minutes and go Google Tangier Island accent or Smith Island accent. Um, Tangier's in Virginia. So, but just Google that and look for a video. I think there's one for, I know there's some that are less than five minutes. And just listen to that and you'll have a whole new view of my accent because it's nothing. But um, we, we do have a unique sort of draw around here, a, a unique sort of twang. I think my husband calls it yarny. <laughs> uh, I was in Walmart, I don't know, many years ago, many, many years ago. And I think actually that this has gotten worse as I've gotten older. So, uh, you know, I was much younger then. It was when Walmart was a, a brand new thing here. Um, my mom was still alive, so and that was quite a long time ago. It was at least 15 years ago. But I was in Walmart, and, you know, I'm in line, and I'm kind of chit-chatting with this lady. She's got a baby. I'm, you know, how old is he, blah, 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 whatever you, whatever you talk to young new mothers about. And uh, eventually I, I'm looking at the baby, and I'm going, boy, he ain't pretty none. Which of course, <laughs> which of course, around here means he's adorable. He's the cutest kid ever. It wasn't meant to be offensive, but she didn't take it the way I meant it. I didn't really think anything of it at the time. I was just like, okay, I guess the conversation's over. But <laughs> she probably wasn't from this area, and she probably thought I was being a jerk and insulting her baby. I I assume if she's 
still around here somewhere. She's caught on by now. That's probably not the only time she's heard that. Because so, it really was a very cute baby. But anyway, I was just thinking about the things that kind of pop out of, out of my mouth or the way that I've said something. And maybe I don't think much about it at the time, but later it crosses my mind and I kind of die a little inside. It's a regular occurrence for me. <laughs> like uh, a few weeks ago, I was, you know, surfing around social media, just bored, kind of scrolling through. And my stepdaughters, their mom, posted one of these things, you know, what's your best feature test things? And her result was booty, and she, she had said something like, yeah, right, haha, you know. I was, <laughs> I was thinking, me too, and I kind of laughed, and I just commented, well, at least you've got the other side. And I kept on scrolling. Now, instantly that might have struck you wrong. It did not, this did not occur to me that this could be taken in that way. It took me a full 8 to 12 hours to sit back and, like, reflect and go, oh my god, that could be really misinterpreted. I didn't literally mean around the corner or the opposite side. I meant, like, the whole package, you know, but that's kind of not what it looked like, I guess. I did think briefly on deleting that comment, but then I was just kind of like, nah, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> she knows I'm harmless. She knows I'm a disaster. Hopefully she just thought I was day drinking or something. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's fun when you say things like that. And like just thinking about it later makes you blush because you're like, that was really not, <laughs> not what I was talking about. Uh, occasionally there's like, there's another thing I fall into. Occasionally I'll be talking to someone and it doesn't really matter what about it's, it could be about another person, or uh, I, I might be answering a question, or just making any random statement like, yes, you need to be there at 4 o'clock. And it's not what I say, or even who I'm saying it to, it's just the way that I said it. And it'll pop up in my mind later, and I'll be like, wait a minute, did I kind of sound like a jerk when I said that? Was I being bossy? Why did I say it in that particular way? <laughs> and it's, it, once again, it's not something I'm, I'm not... In, intentionally speaking that way, but it comes out like maybe I'm trying to be a smarty pants or I don't know. I like things come out wrong all the time. And sometimes, like I said, sometimes it's not what I said. It, it's like maybe the tone that I said it in or, or I don't know, but it, it probably doesn't seem like it. I mean, I say a lot of weird stuff and it probably seems just the opposite, but I'm really not a creepy person or a hateful person. I'm not particularly snarky. Um, I'm, I'm sure my, like my social media probably suggests otherwise, but really I'm just like, I'm a goober. I, I don't have the energy to be spiteful or hateful or hold grudges. I'm not, I'm not interested in, in, in investing the time and the energy that it takes to, to be a butthole. I mean, life's short, man. To my knowledge, I have no enemies, at least, you know, for my part. People might be hating on me all over the place. I really wouldn't know. The The feeling's just not mutual. I It would just tax my soul too much to be the kind of person who's hateful and holds grudges and is mean or whatever. Uh, you know, I'm good with moving on. I'm not too proud to be the first person to say I'm sorry when I mess up or make a, a mistake. I'm not afraid to accept an apology when someone else does. I try to follow 
like a simple rule. It's like a guideline for my life. Be what be what you want from everyone else. For me, that's that's friendly, that's kind, that's helpful, compassionate, thoughtful, motivated, conscientious. Uh, you know, I don't expect it from the world. I really don't, because that's just not how it works. But you know, I'm hopeful, and I give it freely. Um, just because I give it doesn't mean I get it back. But you know, I, like I said, I'm hopeful. And the the giving it freely that'll last until. Till someone proves to me that I'm wasting my time, and then it's not, I don't turn into a jerk, then I just leave that person alone. That's it. Like, that's the worst, that's the worst thing that's going to happen. That's the worst I'm going to do, is I'm just going to be like, okay, I'm just going to move on, then guess we'll just leave you alone. So, so yeah. Uh, the clean with me lady would be proud today, because I'm out here in our RV trying to tidy that up. It's bonus. It's a bonus chore. <laughs> uh, my The RV's been shut up for quite a while, and my husband wants to take it to a dart league party this weekend with his teammates. Uh, I guess that's tomorrow. It's, it's not like it's terrible in here or anything. It's really not. Um, it just needs... <clears throat> excuse me, allergies. Some dusting, um, laundry, when I say laundry, I just mean that the bedding needs to be taken out of here and washed and the beds need to be remade. Uh, some vacuuming, you know, just general tidying. So, there's a smell in here that that's just screams, okay, nobody's opened a door or a window in here for at least a year. I'm about a bottle of Febreze and a whole box of those, you know, carpet sprinkles in and... I haven't made much headway. I've got doors and windows all open, but yeah. I'm going to be honest, the first time I, I heard Ronnie Starnes, I got the name right, say bonus chore, I like to fell out. Those words just don't belong in this, that close together. Never mind in the same sense. <laughs> I don't know. I really enjoy listening, but she's got to be like super mom or something. Or maybe it's, I'm probably, I'm, probably looking at it from a way different perspective than where she is in, in her life currently. You know, I think she's got some small kids. I, I don't. Small children are rarely ever in my house. I don't keep kids. I don't have any grandbabies yet. So it's kind of, most of the time it's just me and my husband, and then other times it's me and my husband and our much older, nearly adult children, or actually a couple of them are adult children. So, yeah. So like she says, I just, I'm in a different place and I don't need to clean that much. But she does remind me to get those places um, that I overlook, whether it's intentionally or accidentally. We won't talk about that. I don't know. I'm just going to say, don't lick my floor. <laughs> or don't eat off my floor. The Roomba's responsible for that. And I just, I don't love to mop, so just saying. <laughs> my best friend's like that, though, too. And, well, she doesn't really have any tiny kids. She has younger children, I think. One will be 14 this year, and I think the other's maybe 11. I'm terrible with ages. Um, but anyway, and she's like a super cleaner. We call her Diffie. She's like super motivated to scrub something pretty much at any time. <laughs> you know, she's she's been known to sleepwalk, and I bet she cleans then too. I know she makes bait out of bologna in her sleep, but that's like, that's another episode. Maybe, maybe I can get on here to talk about that sometime. Anyway, I've been on about this stuff for a while, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap up and say thank you for listening. I appreciate that you hung in there, even though I sound disgusting, because I'm 
I'm having the worst allergy season of my life, I think. Um, <laughs> if you think you know someone who might enjoy Old Enough to Know Better, feel free to share it, uh, su subscribe, rate, uh, wherever you listen. It'll help other folks find me. Um, thank you, and uh, I'll get something out here again and talk to you soon.